The Lou and Matt Podcast. Yeah, it's the end of the week as we get uh, perilously close to Christmas <laughs> and uh, Freedom Day in Victoria. It's all happening, uh, oh, Lou. Freedom Friday. Very excited about it. Um, a change to all of the rules. How many times have they been saying that? Though? Is this the actual Freedom Friday? Well, because we've used the word freedom yeah, at various different times. I feel like this is closer <laughs> to free if to, to Ooh, coin a that phrase song. from the Bodines. Uh, I feel it's like closer to free than we've ever been since the pandemic. Yeah. You know, because yeah. the relaxation on... Um, on density limits, on how many people you can have, like unlimited people at your home. Yeah. You can have thousands there now. Just to uh, clarify here, for the vaccinated. For the vaccinated in Victoria. Um, but and, we won't go into that. No. But not, we know not. where we stand. Yeah. Yeah, do we ever. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's, it's kind of right. good. I'll... It seems, it feels like a bit more normal. And that's good. You know what? And I know I'll sound negative here, but for me, the real sense of freedom will be December the 15th when masks are no longer required in retail premises or anywhere other than airports and public transport. Doctors, surgery. Because I, I'll say it again, Lou, and it's between us. <laughs> sure. But when they say it's a small price to pay, I just don't believe it is a small price to pay. I think masks are a pretty bloody big price to pay, covering your whole face up. Yeah. Can I agree with you on that? I'm actually going to agree with you. As much as I wear them. No, you know why I'm going to agree? Yes. Yesterday I was um, out shopping and it got quite warm and honestly I was feeling suffocated with my mask on. Like yeah. it was, it you know, because we, we're having to wear them more than we've ever had to wear them before. <clears throat> Pardon me, I think, more or less. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, they're pretty uncomfortable. I, I agree. And for, Sweaty for those, and awful. again, you know, small price to pay. Breathing is the fundamental part of, you know, life. And I know they're so, oh, but, but, you know, it's better than being on a ventilator. I know, but we're, we're talking about fully vaccinated people here mm. and, and people who are like both of us who take responsibility for our own safety and judgment call. Yeah, I think it's a bit, it's more about that, isn't it? Like, you know, we're big grown ups now. Yeah, and vaccinated. Yeah. You know, if we'll we were unvaxxed and if the vac- vaccination didn't exist and we had cases here, different story. I mm. get it. Anyway, that's a little uh, fun rant. You had a bit of a rant too. Um, or not, well, not rant is, but you got political <gasps> with the motivation what? behind Freedom Friday. Yeah. So yeah, let's kick that off. Let's kick it off with that, shall we? What's the big news today, oh, Louisa? The huge news is that there'll be barely any COVID-19 rules in Victoria as of today um, because the state has passed 88% double-dose vaccinated and by the end of the weekend will be 90% double-dose vaccinated oh, in Victoria. Sorry, sorry. Um, now, Daniel Andrews has said we're opening the place up and we're going to keep it open. The more cynical amongst us might suggest that Daniel Andrews uh, <laughs> needed to divert our attention away from his pending pandemic management uh, bill Yes, um, that's creating all of the protests just and stuff at the moment. Just got knocked back just over the last day yeah, or two. Yeah, it's got to be amended now. Uh, the, the bill gives, <laughs> You're a cynic, Lou. I'm just suggesting this might be what some people might think, Matthew. Uh, give, gives the Premier even more power yeah. to declare the management of a pandemic and to declare a pandemic. Anyway, let, whatever's caused it, 
Who cares? We're open, Victoria. That's true. Um, hey. Honestly, like it's really quite different. Um, mask limits, so masks are gone in most places. You don't have to wear a mask into a restaurant or bar now. You can just walk on in. The staff will still be wearing them. Um, and still in some retail settings, you'll have to wear All them. All retail, Lou. Yep. Which kind of... No, I'm just going to say it, it sucks. I yep, don't like wearing it But it's it going shops. to change. Yeah, it's not going to be for long. It will, Lou, I know. Um, density limits, yes. gone. Gone. Capacity and isolation rules, gone. Gone. Um, pretty amazing, actually. If you... One of the ones that's really going to make a difference to people is if you are a primary close contact of somebody that's confirmed to have COVID... Yes. You used to yesterday, have to isolate <laughs> for 7 to 14 days. That's right. Right? 7 yep. days if you if you were double vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and then have a test on the first day and then the sixth day. Now all you have to do is have a test straight away and if that test comes back negative, you're home and home. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's a big change. Yeah. So that's that is, a change. That's a massive change because a lot of people would have been running out of holiday pay and sick oh, pay yeah. and the like, having days off. Yeah. Anyway, loads of fantastic changes. It's um, it's open. Victoria, open for business. Sucked in New South Wales. Well, yeah, yeah, we're a bit behind. But then, uh, uh, you know, the New South Wales government wasn't trying to force through unprecedented pandemic laws. Oh, hang on. <laughs> You're being cynical again, Matthew. Oh, no. Jeez. I became a cynic then, Lou. Amazing timing, though, wasn't it? It, no, was, it was amazing timing, <laughs> let's be honest. Is the cars. Plenty to play out with that as well. We'll talk to Bill Tilly, the member for Benambra, who's down in Melbourne, um, probably early next week. Yeah. You're in a bit of a bad mood, so I'm going to fix it up, Lou, because I know how much you love <laughs> entertainment news. It's been... 15 months since my last entertainment update. It has not. It has, has it? seriously, 25th okay, of August, 2020. Great. I'm, I'm taking notes. And a lot of people rely on me for their entertainment. Can I news. critique it for you? You can at the end. Sure. Some stuff has happened in the intervening period, believe it or not. Yeah, amazing. Let's take a look at some stuff here. All right, now hang on. Um, let me have a look. Meghan Markle? No, nah, I'm not going to do that. Kardashian? No. Bachelorette? No, no, no. Oh, Ooh, how about this one? Would you like to know the secret behind a successful marriage? Michael Lou, question? Y- yes. Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones have been together now for 21 years. And that deserves a round of applause. Yes, I've, I've been together with my husband. Shut up. Yeah, but they're celebrities. Though. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Zeta-Jones says, I think understanding, listening, being friends, that all helps. And then Michael Douglas, who is by her side, said, I think mutual respect, he said. I admire Catherine so much. And in so many ways, as a mother, as an actress, and now as a businesswoman. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? And they play golf together too. Oh, do they? I think so, yeah. Oh, well, that's, I think so. <laughs> no, well, I know she's a mad golfer. Lou, I want facts in my entertainment news, not sure, conjecture. because you're so really strong on facts, aren't you? Um, in Britney Spears news. Oh, yes! They've finally done it. They've left Britney alone. Britney's free. Um, Britney is said to be now appreciating the, quote, little things like seeing cash for the first time and being able to buy candles. Buy candles? What is it with ladies and candles? There's candles. literally a million things I'd rather be thinking of. Buying bloody candles. In fact, that's uh, her saying candles says to me she probably still should be back under that <gasps> conservatorship. Matthew Griffith. <laughs> Finally, she didn't even have enough cash to buy candles. In Richie Sambora news, 
Wow. Uh, is Richie still a little bitter about his split from Bon Jovi? Yes. Is yes, he? he is. What's happened? In a recent interview, he said that he and the other bandmates were told to shut the F up about taking writing credit for songs from you know who. Who? John Bon. <gasps> it's all about his ego. Well, the band's called Bon Jovi. You know I'm on like, Team Sambora. It's his band. Um, something about being a raging narcissist. I wrote here, John Bon Jovi. Um, as you know, I'm Team Sambora. Yeah, but anyway, he looks amazing though for his age. John Bon. Oh, oh yeah, Richie's. Wouldn't you like? Wouldn't you love to look like John Bon at yeah. his age? Yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> anyway, you're ruining it. Um, Sorry, that's the end of Sorry, entertainment news. <laughs> Did you take some notes oh, there? I'll give that. Look, I'll give that a solid, solid seven out of ten. <laughs> Thank you. Because you would have got more, except you dissed Britney for buying candles with the first cash she's had Honestly, in about twenty years. So women and candles. Leave it alone. I don't understand. Matthew, don't even try. It's nineteen to nine, and this man, as well as all of the guys and girls at Brad Jones Racing, have spent. What will be this weekend, four weekends in a row racing V8 supercars at Sydney Motorsport Park. So let's be extra sensitive here, Lou, as we talk to probably a very tired Brad Jones, local V8 supercar boss. Brad, are you okay? Good, Good morning. Yeah, four weeks. It feels like four months. Yeah, yeah. So what's the hardest part of doing back-to-back racing like that? Uh it's just a continual grind, to be honest. Yeah. It just it never stops. So we stayed up here this week because we had a test day. And, um, uh, you know, I mean, it's a bit different for me to the guys. I'm madly out trying to do deals and, you know, see sponsors and they're busy working on the car. So I think it'd be fair to say everyone is looking forward to a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we get that much of a one. But, you know, on the other side for us as a team, it's been pretty successful. We've had a, a lot of good good runs and, um, you know, really looking forward to this weekend. But it's meant to bucket down here. Oh, is so, it? Again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We clearly attract rain. Yeah. Oh, I think everyone attracts rain yeah, at the, the moment, moment, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's going yeah, to be interesting. So, yeah, yeah. So, and I think our dry weather car is very, very strong. And I think I'm not too, I'm not sure our wet weather car is okay. so sensitive to tyre pressure. So, it's a bit of a lottery in the wet. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But... Um, Today and tomorrow, we, we might escape a fair bit of it, but Sunday it's like 100%. So 100%, 100%, Matt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that that at least means the, the, the Saturday night race, because you've got another night one, that should be rain-free because it, um, it had to be called off late in the race last time because of the bloody rain. Yeah, which was, was really disappointing, actually. We just fitted you know, down our tyre change, and I felt like we were, especially since the safety car came out, Felt like we were in a really strong position, and but once they brought them into pit lane, what happens is the cars get all foggy on the inside because they were so hot. Mm-hmm. All the all the heat comes out of the brakes and the tires. Water starts to um, stay on the circuit what about rather the, than the demister. Brad, can they oh, can't they just on, turn on the demister <laughs> and get rid of the? No, come there on, is, Luke. There is no demister. <laughs> Jeez, there, there what kind be, of cars are these be. cars? <laughs> Well, I can tell you they're not cheap cars. No, no. clearly. They're cheap with no, they're with not no cheap with no features. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we make little vents and ducts and we have, you know, blowers yeah. at the point of the windscreen, but we use like um, a fog free, which is a, uh, you know, you wipe it on with a little rag to try and stop the fogging. Oh, and, yeah. I, you know, a couple of years ago at Bathurst, with Macaulay and Nick, you know, we had to put a squeegee in with an extended handle on it. 
um, with Velcro, so it would stick to the seat, and then they'd pull it up, and as they were going down yeah, the street, yeah. they'd, they'd <laughs> get all the fog off. the windows. That's awesome. Jeez. All right. You, no. know, you know what I mean, like the one at the servo yeah. that clean the outside of your screen with one of those on the inside. Uh, all right, Brad, wishing you all the best. Uh, the team has done another amazing job to get through this many rounds and then a week off and then Bathurst. So we'll talk to you again soon, Brad, but you can take the week off next week. We won't chat. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I know it's soon. a weekly thing. Bye. It's Lou and Matt. It's Triple M. There he is. Brad Jones, V8 Supercar Boss. At the movies. With our movie expert, Shane A. Bassett. Good morning, Shane A. Good morning, Lou. Hi, Matt. Morning. Now, let's um, have a quick talk about, uh, first of all, what's coming up at Regent Cinemas. A girl from the English countryside in The Last Night in Soho. What's that about? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a thriller uh, about this girl who goes to London and rents a room um, from this old lady. Bit of a mysterious old lady, but while she's in the room, this young girl starts having dreams travelling back into oh. 1960s London. Mm. Okay. Uh, and it starts off all fun and games, but it gets kind of dark. Ah. There's, a, there's a reason she's having these dreams. So, okay. Yeah. I reckon... Um, so, quite like that vibe. Your girlfriend might like that. She loves, yeah. she loves but a is it, thriller. I, I mean, is it... Yeah. Is it, is it uh, female skewed or, you know, is it, is it great for everyone? Uh, the two leads are female, Thomas and Mackenzie, who's a Kiwi actress, and you've got Anya Taylor-Joy, who was in The Queen's Gambit. Oh, yeah, they're, she's good. They're the she's two great. leads who are both very good. Uh, Matt Smith is in it, too. He yep. used to play Doctor Who. Yeah, sounds all yeah, right. So it's, worth, it's a little different, but, um, yeah, it starts off fun, but definitely right. goes into dark territory. Um, and speaking of dark, uh, the movie Hypnotic is a thriller, and yes. it's um, about a woman who goes to see a dodgy therapist kind of vibe. Let's have a little listen to a bit of the trailer. An idea planted in the mind. They know this place will blossom into a whole new reality. You can wake up now. <gasps> Don't, it's creeping me out. <laughs> Who's in that? Uh, the main actor, actress is Kate Siegel. Now, she was in Midnight Mass, a television show that was very popular recently. Um, so no real huge actors, but okay. the story of her going, you know, reluctantly to this therapist um, and she gets put under hypnosis because she's had some trauma. Yep. Um, the sad thing is the... The doctor is very dodgy because while she's under hypnosis, he's doing things to her, makes her do things. Uh, so she finds out about it and gets revenge. Oh, okay. Oh, Hypnotic. So that's on Netflix. And finally, now this is a movie that neither myself... Well, I can't remember it, but it doesn't mean I haven't seen it because my memory's shocking. It's about 21 years things. old. It yeah. stars Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen, Men at Work, and there's a 21st anniversary, what, a re-release? Or what's the go, Shane A? Oh, well, they've, they've re-released it overseas, um, but I just wanted to mention it here. It's on stand, ah. um, and I re-watched it. So, 21st anniversary, it's pretty outrageous. Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen, as you say, both brothers in real life. Emilio also directed it. Uh, they play a couple of surfers in L.A., also garbage collectors. That's they find a body in the oh, trash. I do really recall it. I think I have seen it. I want to see <laughs> it now. All right. You'd, you'd know it as soon as it yeah. started. It's very politically incorrect. It probably wouldn't get made now, but it has some funny moments. Right. Okay. I might actually watch that this Stan. weekend. Um, all right, Shane, thank you. Last night at in Soho, last night in Soho at Regent Cinemas, Hypnotic on Netflix and Men at Work on Stand. Thank you so much, Shane. We'll talk to you again, of course, next week.
Looking forward to it. We've got Venom 2 and The Boss Baby 2 next week. Oh, The Boss Baby's hilarious. The $20,000 community chest. Soy. Celebrating 20 years on the border and 105.7 Triple M. Very exciting. Uh, we have teamed up with Soy to continue their 20th anniversary celebrations by giving away $20,000 to the border community. It's our $20,000 community chest, recognising locals that make a difference on the border, and there are tonnes of them. That's right. Nominate um, now at triplem.com.au. Now, yesterday we headed out to How Long to present a $1,000 cheque to Peter Crump, who, with his wife Margaret, puts on a huge Christmas display at their home at 108 Bank Street that also raises money for charity. As we found out when we met Peter at his home, we kicked off by asking him about the fundraising this year. Every year the wife picks out someone we donate over to a cause or one of the footy teams, scouts, and this this year we're doing for a little boy in town who's got cancer. So we're going to be... we put it out here for anyone to put money, but we just open up the house to everyone. So we've got a big driveway. It's a beautiful place. Now talk us through some of these displays that you've got. Well, we've got the Australian Park over here with all the Australian animals. Up the front we have the activity of the Jesus and all the wise men. And then we just slowly keep going with more and more and more. And then this year we've got... We usually have under the carport here we have... All our snow machines and that where all the kids come down here and oh, run underneath. Man. It's so a, fun. Yep. Well, we've got the sleigh there There's, and then we've got all the new stuff for the kids to climb on this year to have photos. Yeah, brilliant. So what time do you normally turn them on, Pete? Eight o'clock at night. Yep. And we turn them off at 11 o'clock on school nights and then the rest of the time midnight or more. And it's it's on now? Is it up and running now? No, or do you first, wait till the 1st of December? Traditional. 1st of December. Traditional? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, you don't want to go early. You don't want to jinx it. No. You take three weeks off work every year to set up these lights. Yes, I save me RDO time, which I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. And we have our two weeks off around Melbourne Cup week to do it all. That's Fantastic. magnificent. And why, Pete? What, what got you started and why do you keep doing it? The wife. <laughs> so she's she, mad for Christmas? She loves Christmas. Yeah. It's okay. her favourite time of the year. And we started off when our kids were small and just kept going. It's for everyone, all the town, especially after the last couple of years. So this year, we yeah. that's why we've really gone out. I must admit, I must admit, we spend a lot more than we normally do. We normally spend about $1,500 a year on new lights and that. But the last few years, I've... Overspent. <laughs> oh, well, oh, this brings yeah. us neatly oh, to the thousand dollars. So, where is that going to go? For next year's lights. Yeah, I've already brilliant. picked them out, and I've picked out a couple of thousand dollars for next year's to go out under the carport. So there'll be more and more for the kids. Yeah, to fantastic. Have Look, it brings joy to the whole community. Thanks for what you do because it is a huge undertaking to have this. Oh, on. thank. Oh, must be thank you. This is a shock and a half, but thank you very much. Fantastic. So another very worthy recipient for our, our $20,000 community chest, thanks to Vitasoy and Triple M. And you can nominate someone. It's not too late. We've still got weeks and weeks of, of $1,000 giveaways. Yeah, just head to triplem.com.au. Go to the win section and you'll see the $20,000 community chest. Uh, we partnered with Vitasoy celebrating 20 years on the border. It's Lou and Matt.
And uh, the official opening for the the new skate park at uh, JC King Park, you know, adjacent to that, um, just on David Street in Albury, is the 11th of December, and they've got a big shindig there and everything. Yeah, but, I have. But it's got a, it's had a soft opening, and that means basically you can go, go down and just cut, cut sick. Cut sick. Loop. <laughs> And if you're anything like me from back in the day, you'd be nailing a nolly frontside 360 or a backside half cab heel flip or a backside, backside nose blunt slide. Yeah, the only backside <laughs> you'd be on is yours Shut on up, the Lou. ground. <laughs> Al from Wodonga, he runs the uh, Al Skate Co. Al, good morning. Good morning, guys. Now, Al, I'm going to be honest. I did not know that there was an indoor skate park in Wodonga that you run. Yeah, look, we've been um, we've been around for a little while, probably about eighteen months in our indoor uh, two indoor facilities. And uh, December last year, we opened uh, at the biggest facility next to the Salvos in Wodonga. There, yeah, yeah sweet, great spot. All right, but what about this new outdoor skate park and and so much more? I mean, you can do a million different things there. Seemingly, uh, I went and had a look yesterday. It's unbelievable. What do you think of it? Look, it's fantastic. It's um, you know, it's a national level skate park that um, the the council and uh, and everyone here has put together to put in Albury. It's got, you know, everything for skateboard, scooters, roller skates. It's got the BMX pump track. It's yep. got a parkour facility. Um, they've really catered for everyone. Parkour as well. I love that. You used to love parkour, didn't you? Luke? Oh, parkour. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, uh, which is the hardest out of the nolly front side or the backside half cab heel flip or the backside nose blunt slide? Oh, look, I think a nolly 360 shove is probably pretty tough. Yeah, I used to be able Can to do, do that. Can you do one, Al? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> half cab heel flip I've got. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, we've got to, we, we've got to have a – we've got to mention this. So, Al, you wanted um, – myself or Lou to um, have a crack and maybe learn a few skills. But uh, as I said yesterday, unfortunately, my inner ear, <laughs> my inner ear is stuffed. Any now. excuse. It's stuffed. Look, I had a that virus is the and first I've got bad balance. I've heard I can't skateboard because of my inner ear. <laughs> so if nothing else, you've given me a I can't skateboard excuse I've never hey. heard before. See, I'm sorry. What's can your I, excuse, Can Lou? I just get a note from my mum? Um, oh, well, look. Okay, you know what my excuse is? I'm going to be 100% honest. I would have, look, 10 years ago, I probably would have given this a crack, Al. But um, at the age of 57, I'm protecting my bones as best I can at the moment. I would be way too scared to have a go. We're a disappointment, Al. I'll stand on a skateboard and go on the flat, but there is no way I'm going on (laughs) any kind of half-pipe situation. There you go. All right, Al, we're a disappointment, but i tell you what isn't disappointing, and that is the new skate park. It is bloody unbelievable. So uh, thanks for having a chat with us, mate. Yeah, no worries, guys. Um, thanks for the call, and, yeah, just encourage everyone to get down there and check out the new park and support the grand opening on the December 11th. Yeah, beautiful. And do you do lessons, don't you, Al? We do, yeah. Get in contact with us. We do skateboard lessons, scooter lessons, um... So, yeah, I'd love to get people to use the skate park, um, you know, as safely as possible and, and have a heap of fun. Perfect. All right, Al from Al Skate Co. in Wodonga on Melbourne Road. Thanks, mate. The Lou and Matt Podcast. And that's it for the Lou and Matt Podcast. We'll have a fresh one for you on Tuesday. And don't forget to catch us Monday morning on the Borders 105.7 Triple M.